right, here we go, here we go. All right, hey, this is Conversations with Chris, episode number 24, and I am here with Unaltered, owner and creator. Is that accurate? Yes. Unaltered Athletics, Zach Munoz, that is correct. I uh, co-founded the company with my old man, my father, not so old, old man, 50, <laughs> 52 years old, but winning every natural bodybuilding competition that we, that we go to. So I'm still the way around. I'm trying to catch up to him as, as his son, but um, cannot give the, the, the full story without paying respect to to my father um, so we are both co-founders of Unaltered Athletics so tell me Zach how this worked out like you and your dad obviously are into similar interests which uh, I have a son in his 20s and we don't have any of the same interests so the fact that you guys get along well enough to even talk about building a business together how did it all start like what's what was the big kickoff was it a Christmas dinner and all of a sudden we were you know what I mean? Where did the vision begin? I want to know. That's a great, a great question. You know, it is deeply rooted in, in my father's upbringing. So he was raised in the projects of Puerto Rico and, you know, bad area, you know, violence, drugs. And, and the only way out of that without joining into it was to try to have some sort of hobby to distract him from all those things that were happening around him. So in this case, he had two hobbies, which was bodybuilding and breakdancing. So he would literally go to his school with a little cardboard, right? Yeah, breakdance yeah, in the yeah. hallways. And he was, uh, you know, building dumbbells and barbells and equipment in, in his garage uh, to distract him from the things that were, were happening around him. So he started bodybuilding when he was 18 years old, and he ended up going on to, to win the Mr. Puerto Rico title uh, three years in a row. Wow. Um, Three years in a three, row. Three, three years P. in a row as Mr. Puerto Rico. And then... Um, what years were those? Wow, I... Uh, 19... He's not a whole lot older than I am, so I'd like to know close to I, I want to say it was uh, 87, 1987 to uh, 90. 87 to 90. Wow. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I believe those are, uh, those are the numbers. <laughs> we can Google it and find yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, we, can, we can Google it. Or you can text so, him. <laughs> so Mr., Mr. Puerto Rico, he made it off the island. Um, it was... It was very important for him once he did have kids to embed fitness into their lifestyle. And it goes beyond, we were kind of talking a little bit about it off the mic, but it goes beyond just aesthetically looking good in the mirror, right? But the values of hard work, discipline, putting your mind to something and focusing on and achieving it. So he dragged me in by the arm when I was 13 years old to, to start working out with him. And like any 13-year-old you know, boy, I don't want to be in the gym. I wanted to yeah. be outside playing sports yeah. or playing video games, yeah, right? Exactly. So here I am, 13, waking up at you know, 4 in the morning to start weight training with him at 5 a.m. in the garage. And just like anything else in life, once you start getting better at it, you develop more of a passion for it. Sure. Right? So in the beginning, I hated it. But by the time that I'm 15, 16, going into middle school and putting on some muscle, was finally, you know, yeah. in, in enjoying it. A little security um, there, too. Also, middle school can be rough and a little challenging. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So it was, it was good to to have my mind focused on that and, and be able to to have something that I was actually passionate about. Because at that age, it's very you know you're still trying to figure yourself yeah. out. Even today, right, trying 100%. to figure out what you're passionate about. So it was good to to start young and to getting something that that I could build as a hobby and become passionate about. 
Now, do you have brothers and sisters also? I do. I have um, all all half, you know, technically speaking, all half siblings. Okay. Um, I'm the only one for my same mom and dad, but um, do have. Uh, Are they all in the fitness world as well. Not as deeply, uh, not, not, <laughs> not as rooted. Not, yeah, not as not as deeply as, as my father and I. Um, but just because I compete naturally, they are more into sure. fitness and conscious about sure. about their health. So yeah, it adds an extra stress to like you know Easter dinner or Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> you know, this guy's showing up with abs and a trophy every time. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy that's like, oh man, we're gonna need two chairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just just got back from visiting my mom with my with my sister, and exactly what you're saying, right? As soon as the snacks and things come out, they're like, all right, we got to go on a walk, or how right? Do we, right. How do, how do we burn this stuff off? But but it's inspiring. That's the thing, man. If you can put it in front of them, right? Which is what you've done. You've put your product in front of people, and now you've got their attention. And now it seems to be uh, to be making that impact, that same impact that you make when you walk into Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. So we, um, you know, going back to to middle school, right? The thing with with being into fitness and, and excelling that fast at a young age was that a lot of the kids around me were accusing me of using performance enhancing drugs and steroids. Naturally. Um, you can't just do it with hard work. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> just no, yeah, Exactly, exactly. There's no concept of, no, no. of just hard work and no, discipline. No. So the concept of an altered is that I remember one day going back to my dad and saying that it was almost like I need to have a sign on my forehead that says that I'm natural because everybody's accusing me of using steroids right yeah so started kind of researching synonyms for the word natural came across the word unaltered and um we decided to to embark on this journey together that is now unaltered athletics the original concept was actually to be a clothing company that represented other natural athletes okay um but it goes way beyond just you know, again, using performance enhancing drugs, the concept of an altar really is rooted in that concept of hard work and discipline and putting your mind to whatever it is that you want to achieve without taking shortcuts, right? And taking the hard earned right. you know, road right. To, right. To, to do it. Um, rather than clothing, we ended up kind of transitioning and getting into, into nutritional supplements because we realized that the industry is very shady, right? Companies that are trying to put the smallest amounts of ingredients Ugh, into products. Product. And just to cut on on manufacturing costs, um, so the whole concept was to come out with these fully dosed formulas, having the right ingredients, but at the proper doses based on the public studies that we see online. Um, so that's so you kind of tabled the clothing line, and decided to go the route of supplements as the primary focus. Now, uh, female supplements are your biggest product, yes. More, more widely, we do have some products geared to men, um, but, but we are more focused on, on women. There's a few reasons for that. Um, you know, if you look at the statistics, right, and the data, right, we, we clearly have a, an obesity epidemic, and it's always a sensitive, when we we're talking about weight, right, it's always a sensitive, right. a sensitive subject. But when you look at it specifically from a, a data standpoint without letting your emotions get involved, it is very clear based on the data that the states right now of health and fitness in the U.S. is, is not great, right? We have 30% of U.S. adults that are considered overweight, right, with a BMI of 25 to 30, 40% that are considered obese, 10% that are considered severely obese. So there's clearly a problem. Um, 
it seems to be that 56% uh, of women are considered overweight or obese versus 42% of men. Okay. So the issue is, is a little bit more geared towards women. Um, in addition to that, I personally believe that there's more societal pressures towards yeah. women than men to look and 100%. feel a certain way. So I, I thought that that was the that was the demographic in the area that could use more of our help to to guide them and be that kind of supporting factor in their life when it comes to diet, nutrition, supplementation. Um, so just going back to trying to figure out where we can provide the most value. Sure. Um, sure. So although we help everybody, whether you're a man, woman, uh, along your personal health and fitness journey, we we figured that we would be better supporters of, of women in that area. Yeah, that's a, uh, I mean, we're all human beings at the end of the day, so there's not that big of a change between the female and male. Supplementation, I would imagine, you're the expert, not me, but anyone in your family, a big fan, any of the mom, got sisters, anybody that uses uh, Unaltered as their my supplements? All, all, all members, or is it right uh, before you come into town that they start rocking <laughs> and they put them out on the counter and get them ready for you? So. It, it might be the latter. It may uh, be the latter. <laughs> yeah, but, but they all they all use the products. It's um you know anytime that we release a new product, I would not put something out to to market that I personally would not use or recommend myself. Um, so to your point, yes, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, a lot of the ingredients the same uh, of, uh, are, are the same. It really comes down to kind of the marketing around the bottles. Like if you shop for shampoo at the grocery store, a lot of the sure. ingredients are the same. It's just you have one that's right. more female fragrance versus exactly. a man. Um, but would never release a product that I, that I don't truly believe in. I think that's really the main differentiating factor between us and a lot of other supplement companies is that most companies are just trying to please the shareholders so it doesn't matter what ingredients or what the doses are of the products as long as it can make a profit uh, versus us that are hopefully trying to do both right how do we build a business and make a real impact but at the same time having products that work so where does uh where do you personally draw the line between supplementation and enhancement products like what would what would you say would be a fair somewhere there's got to be right like a guideline or a baseline between something that's a performance enhancing and it's always on the negotiating table right i mean is marijuana a performance enhancing no i mean you know to me no it's a plant (laughs) you know what i mean like and it has health benefits for some people but it's not something that's going to make you a better athlete per se but then again i've heard of uh, mma athletes using it to train and become the best in the world because of the focus and because of you know how undistracted so where would you say is the line that actually gives you that healthy still natural only unaltered state yeah it's an interesting conversation right because depending on who you depending on who you talk to they'll have a different definition i mean you have supplements and then you have what is classified as peds performance enhancing drugs which is any artificial hormone that you were, you know, uh, inje- injecting, right, yeah. right? They have different forms now, so they have capsules, yeah. injections. Um, there's a lot of different forms now, right? Because uh, people have that debate, too, with creatine, right? Whether creatine sure. is really considered a natural. <laughs> which, which is, is a great, you know, that's great. Creatine is a great, a great example of that. Uh, I use creatine, but not for the physical aspects, but it actually has a lot of mental 
uh, health aspects and it really builds brain cells and it really works well for clarity. So for someone with a head injury, creatine is something that's highly recommended. But as a supplement towards physical fitness, to me, it's not something I've ever been into. So it's a definitely a gray area. That's why I say, like, I, as the as the guru of unaltered, where do you draw the line? What's your uh, we? How far will you push your products before they're no longer the the sister company, Altered Athletics? Yeah, with performance enhancing drugs. I so. often say I'm going to have conversations with Chris, and then I'm going to have after dark conversations with Chris, and that's the one you get to pay extra to watch, but or listen to, but. No, language is whatever, we do whatever, <laughs> you know, alcohol's on the table, let's do it, you know, because yeah, yeah. how funny would it be to have I them? mean, I, um, I'll tell you, it goes back again to, to my father's story, right? Transparently speaking, he's very open about this, is back in his time when he was competing in bodybuilding, it was almost as a, a prerequisite, a requirement, you know, you're going to go to the gym, you're going to take X amount of milligrams of this, you know, steroid sure. injection, right? Athletes didn't really know any other way because it was just part of the plan that this is what you're going to take to, to, to compete at this level and do what you have to do. Once he got me into fitness, you know, he was very adamant about staying clear and away from those things, right? Because the data is very clear on, on the side effects, the, the negative implications that come with that. Um, you know, we hear it all the time in the news of different people passing away. There was one that, you know, this just past week. Just right? recently, yeah. Um, and, and young guys too, right? So we're we're very kind of black and white on on the performance enhancing drugs that we're, we we don't prescribe to that. But at the same time, we we always welcome those that do, right? We have a lot of customers. Sure, there's that, a market for everything. There's a product for everything, and there's a reason for everything. Like I believe that the Olympia show would be really boring if everybody was. Uh, all natural yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's like you know in the nba i want to see him jump over the hoop <laughs> i want to see him do that's why women's nba is not very popular because it can't dump <laughs> yeah it's uh it's a sad it's a sad truth but it is it is true people want to see these circus want to see the show know, craziest uh, giant, giant athletes we're hoping to go the other way we have um there's the natural mr olympia in las vegas yep. specifically for natural athletes so we're hoping that it's a, a growing a growing field but but we always welcome, again, people that come. We have customers that, you know, we're using performance-enhancing drugs that decide to get off. And, 100%. And, and go the unaltered lifestyle. And the supplements so. can always help, right? Help everybody. Exactly. So we, we welcome everyone. So is there a, uh, how many products do you have in your line now? We currently have six SKUs. Um, and we try to, on average, most supplement companies release about three to five new SKUs per year. Okay. Um, we're more on the, the kind of uh, smaller side between one to three because we really want to make sure that we're releasing a, a good, viable product to market. And again, we're not just pushing something out there for the sake of pushing something out there. Sure. Uh, so we take a lot of time and proper research and development with our lab team here in the U.S. in Tampa, Florida. To, to make sure that we have a, a good product. And aside from supplements, we're trying to move into other product lines that can also embed into our customers' lifestyles to help them with their other aspects, aside from supplementation when it comes to nutrition yeah. and diet. Yeah. So we're in the process now of building a mobile fitness app that is powered by artificial intelligence, you know, growing yeah. movement yeah. now with, yeah, exactly, the Apparently technology. Apparently none of us saw Terminator, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I, 
did we not see the Skynet part of that where I I took over and you know like maybe we should slow that down a little bit but I do understand the value of it too it's amazing I mean that, what is, it can uh, give that is a whole other conversation yeah, yeah right the benefits certainly. and the downfalls of, of artificial intelligence it's right. kind of frightening to see where where it goes but um but the idea is that supplements are just that right they're only going to supplement the other aspects of your lifestyle so we're very clear with on ultra athletics that there's other factors that are more important aside from just supplementation to help you achieve your goals, right? There is no Absolutely. magic pill that you're going to take and wake up overnight no, with, you know, six no. pack of abs. And no, which I was reading a statistic yesterday and it said uh, one in 10 Americans are millionaires. One in 10. One in 25,000 have abs. It just goes back to the statistic that we, by the way, all that data in terms of, you know, obesity rates and overweight is all coming directly from the CDC, right? right. So it's um, it's clear that, that it's an issue and we're hoping that we can just make, you know, be a, a small part of that pie to, to help people live a, a healthier life. Well, I see a lot of the, um, the companies out there now are also taking the same push as most of the fast food restaurants and moving towards vegan options. Uh, organic options, those types of things. Is that something that you have on the works or in the uh, in the scope for the future? We, we know that it is a, an increasing movement for sure. We're thinking about releasing a plant-based protein powder. Nice. Um, it's just something that takes, you know, months and months of R&D. Yeah. We want to make sure that we had that problem in the past, that we actually did have a, a protein powder that was 100% natural, pure way isolated, no artificial flavors and sweeteners as a matter of fact when people got it they thought that they got the wrong flavor because it had zero artificial coloring right so we had a chocolate flavor but people would open it up and it was like it looked like vanilla because it had no you know chocolate right right it would be a little um, confusing to me too i'd be like yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it was a, a great product 30 grams of protein per scoop really really clean formula but the taste wasn't exactly there because it was the other side of the spectrum is that it was so natural that the flavoring wasn't what people usually expect when you go to mcdonald's and you have like yeah. a chocolate you know yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, exactly so the trick. We're, we're hoping to uh one day perhaps do the plant-based protein but just make sure that we have uh, a good product that also tastes good at the same time yeah right? that's that's key the uh the obvious uh, companies out there that have been doing things have been using the wrong uh, ingredients to make it taste amazing but understandably, I was a part of uh, Vice Alice, Body by Vi, many years ago, a long time ago. Yeah, okay, and okay. Uh, the way that it happened, I was, uh, I was 30 years old, and I was at a 38 waist, and went to go buy pants, and they told me I needed a 40, and I had a belt. And I was all the way to the last loop on this belt, right? And they told me I needed a 40 pant, and I was 30, and I went, there's no way that I'm going to a 40 pant ever in my life. And so that day I contacted a guy who was selling Body by Vi, which was at that time was the big thing going on around where I was at in St. Augustine. And um, and I jumped on board, you know, started using the product and it, it was uh, simple, right? Two shakes a day, healthy meal, boom, done, you're, you're on your way. Well, it took me, I think, 90 days. I lost 60 pounds, you know, and I went from one end of the belt. I still have the belt all the way to the other end to the point where I had to buy a new belt and was back to a 28 waist. And actually, I lost way too much weight because I had just become so disciplined and so set into 
this process and as the process became habit the habit became addicting you know like anything else and so here i was now way too skinny right so then i was like oh okay now i gotta figure out that balance between the two uh, but neither here nor there as I was doing it, of course, they want me to promote my results to get what other people involved, which I, at the time I was like, yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't I want to help other people be inspired to lose weight? And so I'm posting the pictures, the daily stuff, all that kind of thing. And I'm making thousands of dollars and I've got the BMW and I've got the, yeah. you know what I mean? And like they're throwing stuff at me and these meetings are happening all the time. Right. And so then as I get to that point where I lost all the weight, um, I started thinking to myself, okay, what now? The weight's gone. Well, what can I do to become even healthier? And so then I started reading the ingredients. And when I read the ingredients, I was like, mm, this will not go back into my body, nor will I promote this product any further. And it's not to say that the logic behind the debate with who I worked with at Body by Vi, who I have utmost respect for this company and for their product because anyone who's trying to help people lose weight is doing a good thing. But at the same time, it wasn't for me because of certain things that were, that were in the product. And his argument was, well, which is worse, them having this shake with sucralose or them eating McDonald's? And his idea was, was that it's a transitional piece, right? To get people closer mm. to a healthier lifestyle. My problem was, I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a McDonald's hamburger may not be far from sucralose. Sucralose yeah. is really bad for you. And now they're coming out with a whole bunch of new information that's, you know, destroying it. And so it's, but it's what made it taste great. It's made it drinkable. It's what made people want to have it, you know, otherwise they don't. So there's a very touchy balance, I think between being able to find those perfect additions, like you said, to create that flavor that will get people healthier because in the beginning it's challenging, right? Once you get to where we are, it's not so bad. You know, I mean, if you tell me this is healthy, I'm drinking it. I don't care what it tastes like. It's not about that. I don't live to eat. I eat to live. So whatever I put on my body is fuel. And I know that. And I tell people eat like an Olympic athlete and you're training for the Olympics. You want to know how to get yourself in shape? Eat like an would an Olympic athlete put this in their mouth? No, probably not. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, to me, that's a simple food solution. But with all the stuff that's going on with those bad supplementations, but they do make the flavoring so good, it makes it a hard market to compete with. Yeah, it does. But but to your point, I think it goes back to to education, right? Is that a, a, a lot of companies are just product-based companies, and we're really trying to proactively make sure that we're more than that, right? That we're an actual resource that our customers can rely on to point them in the right direction when it comes to those kind of nuances, right? You know, benefits versus the downfalls of sugar lows. What should I be substituting with? Should I eat this? Should I eat that? Right. So we're hoping that aside from just pushing products, right, and say, hey, buy our fat burner, that customers can come to us with confidence knowing that we're also going to take them by the hand and help them when it comes to the educational side of things. That way, they're not just relying on a product, but they can actually make lifestyle changes for the long haul to exactly. make sure that they don't just go on this common up and down roller coaster of weight loss and weight gain because they bought this fat burner bottle and they got motivated for a few weeks to lose weight. 
but then once the bottle's done they're right back onto the old habits of you know gaining the weight and so we're hoping that we can become more than just a product company but really an information company yeah um, and it sounds simple and it sounds like it should be common practice but it's not right you a lot of 100%. companies that you transact with all you get from them is a product right you don't exactly. get follow-up information and a continual building of a relationship to make sure that they actually see the goal through until the end and, right. and for the long haul so and that's probably the biggest failure that supplement companies have had over the years is that they don't provide the ongoing consistent training encouragement support that you need to do anything for a long period of time i don't care what it is it doesn't matter what it is you need someone to coach you you need someone to teach you you need someone to be there for you you need someone you can call to ask questions to you know but who do you call and unfortunately the web is so polluted with information that is not good for you or information that is I don't know how they, uh, I don't know what the words are these days to uh, describe what's going on, but obviously the truth is being hidden from people. Uh, it's healthy or it's uh, profitable to be sick. And when it comes specifically, I don't think that, that most consumers know this, but when it comes to the dietary supplement industry specifically, the, it's, it's a very gray area because the FDA does regulate the industry in some capacity. But at the same time, they're very clear, even on their own website, this is all public data that, that anybody can search. If you just type in dietary supplements and the FDA, they're very clear on their own website that they do not have the authorization to approve dietary supplements into the market. So they have some regulation in terms of what companies can put on the label, some of the marketing claims that can be made. But in reality, anybody, right, and their brother or sister can go into their bedroom and put something in a bottle and put it and put it online, right? <laughs> and that's the biggest the biggest real problem with the industry is that unlike other products like food products, for example, that do sometimes, oftentimes require uh, pre-approval before they're released to the masses in the market, uh, the dietary supplement industry does not have that same. Uh, level of, of regulation Checks so any exactly so anybody can release anything so now it becomes the consumer's responsibility to really look into the company that they're purchasing from are they right. having the appropriate third-party testing to make sure that what I'm buying is actually in the bottle at the dosage that it says right so can it's, you trust uh, the supplier yeah, so there's a lot of uh, lack of regulation when it comes to this specific industry, um, which, you know, as a, as a consumer is, is a concerning because, again, now you have to try to become an expert. You should just be able to trust that whatever you purchase that what it is. is what it is without right. having to go through that due diligence. Um, but sadly, that's, that's not the case. Hopefully, it gets better uh, as we move forward, but that's why we're very adamant about third-party testing all of our products so every time we release something to market we make sure that we send it to a third-party lab to check off that whatever we're saying on the label is what's in the bottle um, but not just what's in the bottle but at the appropriate dose right nice. because there's also different types of third-party tests there's some that will just verify that the ingredient on the label is in the bottle but sure. not necessarily verify that it's at the dosage that we're claiming it's at. Sure. Um, and there's been a lot of problems uh, with this exact thing. There was a huge lawsuit with a lot of the herbal supplements that are in some of these major chains that we shop at, uh, without mentioning any, any specific <laughs> names, but some of these large <clears throat> vitamin and supplement suppliers 
that you do a test on their herbal supplements and 70% of them don't even have the ingredient that they're claiming on the label. Right. So it's a, a concerning industry and one that we're hoping to, to make an impact in. So I think the, uh, the, the rule is there has to be 10% of what you say is on the, in the product, like on a vitamin, has to be 10% vitamin A if you say it's in the vitamin. Not 100%, it has to be 10%. Um, I think that's the stipulation for vitamins and things like that, which obviously is crazy because what is the other 90% we're looking at? You know what I mean? Like, what are we filling this stuff with? And so, yeah, I think it's extremely important to establish yourself as the company that says, hey, unapologetically, authentically, we're right here to support our product. We stand behind it. We will tell you 100%. Um, you know, that what we're doing is everything we can possibly do to make sure that what we're supplying you with is the best possible product that we can. And to me, that says a lot because it's, uh, it's expensive, eh? It's slow. <laughs> it's, oh, you're not able to produce 45, 50, 60 different products, you, you know, a year, but, uh, but it's the right way to build. It's setting the right foundation. So what do you foresee happening? What's the one year, three year, five year goal for unaltered Athletics. Uh, that's a great question. The goal is to to continue expanding the product line with the products that we're releasing today, as it pertains to to weight loss. But but really focusing more on the information side, which is one of the big reasons that we're launching this new uh, mobile fitness application. Which, by the way, again, 100% powered by AI. The the purpose of the app is that a lot of the fitness apps that are on the marketplace today. Um, are, are they under the presumption that the user is already an experienced fitness enthusiast? In other words, a lot of these apps, they give you the templates to be able to upload your meal plans, track your workouts, but they're not actually giving you the meal plan or the workout plan. They're just giving you an empty template gotcha. and it's up to you to fill it. Gotcha. Right? But okay. for somebody who's a beginner that doesn't know where to start, right? Sure. what do I eat? What do I train when I go to the gym? Right? Is it okay to have this versus that? they don't know where to begin, right? So the idea with this application is that with a few inputs, like their food preferences, their goal weight, their current weight, their lifestyle, we can give them a fully personalized workout plan and meal plan so that now we're no longer just providing them a template, we're actually giving them the plan to follow to achieve their goal. Right. So the the one to kind of three year plan to, to your point is to continue on that path of providing other products and resources around supplements to make sure that they ultimately achieve the goal. Because again, we don't want to just sell a, a, a fat burner bottle, right, or pills and, and just, you know, here, it's up to you now to try to achieve the goal, right? We right. want to make sure that we... Good luck. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we, all the best. Exactly. We want to make sure that we can that we can improve all the other factors that matter when it comes to diet, nutrition, exercise, and supplementation. 100%. Uh, to provide the full solution. Nice. That sounds like it's something that uh, will be really, really helpful to have, you know, almost like a personal trainer in your back pocket that you can get while using the supplements that you're using. And I'll, I'll be honest, you're right. Uh, these beginners, these people that, I mean, it's easy to forget how far away we are from the general public and what they think and how they see things to the point where when I mention that I don't eat fast food, people say, not even Chick-fil-A. And I'm always like... I don't, you know, but that's how ingrained it is in their mind that like Chick-fil-A is not fast food. Chick-fil-A is a higher level of food and that, you know, it's okay to eat that. And it's, uh, it makes it difficult to, to get that, that gap 
to be spread, right? So selling, when I was selling my shakes, uh, I would tell them two shakes a day, a healthy meal. People call me three weeks later, gaining weight. So I'm, Chris, I'm doing what you told me, man. I'm drinking the two shakes every day and I'm having a healthy meal. And I'm like, and they're like, I'm still putting on pounds. I don't understand what's going on. And so I'm like, well, explain to me what, you know, how the day is going. And, and what they were doing was having the shakes with their meals. And so they just, and it was completely my fault. I had, should have known better and should have been more in tune and thought more basically about the idea that I needed to be specific. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm taking full responsibility, even though, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's still a crazy idea, right? Yeah, I think... Um I think it really comes down to an education problem. You know, it's a, an interesting time because we have access to more information than we ever have. But on the flip side of that, the, the evil side of that is that there's so much information that now you don't know what to trust because there's a lot of misinformation. And even if you can trust the information, there's so much of it that you don't even know where to begin, right? Yeah. So as somebody who's searching online, how to lose weight, right? There are right. so many different rabbit holes that you can go down. It's like, what, what is the step one that I can take today to, and I, I feel for them, it's, it's tough. And, and when you get to, once you get to a certain point, it becomes kind of more difficult, right? Because the, the stomach is the only organ that is truly elastic, right? That expands, right? So the more you eat, the bigger it gets and the more hungry you become. So I know even myself personally, after competing, in a bodybuilding show and then going crazy with the pizza, the yeah. donuts and the burgers, yeah. right? It becomes very difficult to try to turn that around, right? Because the stomach is so expanded that now- It just no, feels empty always. No matter how much I eat, I'm just always starving, right? right. I would literally have pizza and donuts before bed and wake up in the morning, <laughs> like I'm on my deathbed starving, right? Like I need to have some food. So there, there's, there's definitely a, a transition period in there that needs to take place of, of calorie and sugar restriction to to be able to kind of stabilize and, and come back down so um, speaking of which tell us about your uh, your 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 personal experience with what you've been doing and how it's been going and what that's meant to the product and to the company yeah I realized that I when it comes to bodybuilding preparation specifically in this whole come full circle there's there's very detailed right you're tracking every calorie and you know how much protein versus carbs versus fats that i'm consuming to the average person who's not necessarily trying to compete on stage and is just trying to you know look good for the summer or just get healthier they don't want to go through the minutia of having to track every single meal and i don't blame them right it becomes tedious right. it's almost like a full-time job right you have to right. walk around now with a food scale measuring right. everything right macros and micros so and the, exactly <laughs> the, the the simple you know prescription that i that i always recommend to try to avoid that process of having to weigh all your meals and track every calorie is simply just to prioritize protein try to shoot for as little carbohydrates and fats as possible it sounds um, easier said than done, um, but if you really focus on just consuming as much lean protein as possible and trying to stay away from the carbs and the fats, um, that is the easiest solution that I have found to not have to worry about tracking calories. Because the thing is, even if you shoot for zero carbs and zero fat, 
you're always going to get enough in your diet to sustain normal metabolic functions and hormones and things like that, right? Because it's impossible to there's no way to take it's impossible out, yeah. to get zero, right? right. Even if you're super zero, even with the lean leanest protein sources, there's some exactly. fat in there, right? So I always shoot for one gram of, of protein per pound of body weight. So whatever you, you weigh, I try to aim for that same thing in grams of protein and then just try to aim for, for zero carbs and zero fat. Um, and the beauty of that is that it's kind of that 80-20 rule, right? Is that if you if you follow that approach 80% of the time, then the 20% of the time that you do find yourself in a social setting where you're yeah. at a restaurant with friends or something, you can allow the flexibility to have the dessert, to have the sure. pizza, right? Because for the most part, you're you're eating, you know, quote unquote, clean, right? Uh, in Taking a, care in, of in a kind of calorie controlled environment. So, how do we transition the people that are on the other side of that eighty twenty, where they're trying to put twenty percent of their time into losing weight and dieting and supplementation, but eighty percent of their diet is is not there? And how do we get that to switch, or how do we transition that and move that in a direction? Yeah, the the biggest thing is making which again always sounds easier said than done right but it's it's always about making small steps right because there's the 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 biggest factors are obviously nutrition and exercise right we need to eat less and we need to move more right but the problem is that if you make too many changes at once we see it all the time right people see some early results with the first few weeks but then they just end up rebounding again right so the key is how can we build you know, take small steps and then build those into habits that just end up stacking one on top of another, right? So I always right. tell people, if you're literally starting at ground zero where you're not, you know, getting adequate exercise, you're not having a, a true structured nutrition plan, then just get out of the house and go for a walk, right? Yeah. Even if it's just walking down to the mailbox, walking around the neighborhood, right? If you can build that habit for 30 days and make it just a party routine and then Naturally, what happens, and I'm sure that you know you can attest this as well as a fitness practitioner yourself, is that once you make those small changes, it becomes very easy to make the bigger changes because now subconsciously you want to continue down that path of health and fitness, right? Exactly. It's like when you get used to going to the gym and then you miss a day, you know, you, you feel like yeah, you feel yeah. terrible about yeah. yourself, right? So instead of trying to adjust everything to be perfect when it comes to the exercise and nutrition i always just recommend that people start somewhere right whether it's drinking a gallon of water a day whether it's just taking a walk around the neighborhood and naturally once you take those steps you'll go down the path of of all the other things that you need to do to achieve the goal well that's a um that's 100 percent accurate and i believe that you can't change your behavior without changing a belief and the belief has to become that this is the only way I'm going to live my life and that it's no longer an option to do Chick-fil-A or to run through the fast food joints or whatever it is. And so I drive past those places and I don't even see source of food. I see not food. So it's not even on the table. It's not even a, a viable option for me, right? So is it safe to say that anyone on the spectrum from the 80-20 that we were talking about just now or the 20-80 that we're talking about before is uh, is a perfect candidate for your products? Oh, I, I, absolutely. Any Anybody can anybody can, can use the products. And, and again, I think whether you're a beginner, you're advanced, wherever you are in your fitness journey, we can all we can all learn more, right? The day we stop, you know, thinking that we can learn is the day that we're too ignorant to accept that there's always room for improvement right exactly. so no matter where you are on your fitness journey 
you know, there, there's always room for growth, and, and we hope to, to be that resource that, not, again, not only provides the, the supplementation side of things, but that you can rely on to go to when you have those basic questions, right? How do I lose weight? Is it okay to eat this? You know, X versus Y. What should I be doing in the gym? Um, and it, so it really does come down to, to, to an educational gap on, on showing people the, the proper lifestyle when it comes to, to achieving their, their goals. And it's, um, it's very clear that behind, you know, aside from just the data from the CDC on, in terms of obesity and overweight rates, even the way that people feel about themselves. I was reading um, a recent survey that was published by the uh, is it Good I believe it's Good Housekeeping is the name of, of the magazine. It's one of the largest. Yeah, and they're oldest. huge. Yeah, yeah, they've been around forever. Yeah, first um, first release was issued in 1885, <laughs> right? But they did a survey with 4,250 women that they surveyed, and only 6% of them said that they are truly comfortable with their body weight and in their own skin, right? So. Aside from the data from the CDC showing that it's a clear problem, it's also confirmed by the way that people actually feel about themselves, sure. right? And, and everybody, it's one of our taglines that we say all the time is that everybody deserves to feel confident and healthy in their own skin, right? Yeah. So we hope to, to you know, be one of the few companies that, that are trustworthy, that people can rely on to be that kind of guiding resource when it comes to both the supplementation and also the the education side of things so that again it's not just a one-off success situation but once they actually learn the fundamentals of health and fitness they can apply themselves to make sure that they can stay fit forever right? Right. versus going yeah. on that up and down roller coaster well certainly adding that extra level of uh information and accountability you know really i mean uh, it's going to be so much more effective for people to have something that they can use to say, oh, okay, so where am I at today? And then it gives them some healthy responses that they'll be able to move forward with, you know, and hopefully, like you said, I mean, there's, there's got to be a paradigm shift coming. Uh, you know, you just can't keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger forever. Um, so hopefully these uh, these products that you're doing are going to come out for more men products too also, yeah. I'd love to uh, get involved in some of those. Absolutely. As we expand, we'll, we'll definitely be releasing more more products to to men as well. And, and again, you know, the, the goal is to not just be a company focused specifically to women, but the bigger picture, right, is, right. is health and fitness and how to, how to teach people to, to live that lifestyle. And I think going back to some of the, the tips, right, to, to help people when it comes to achieving those goals also comes down to the friend group. Um, which I think is, is very uh, overlooked and underestimated, right? It's very difficult to, to lose weight and achieve your health and fitness goals when the friends and the people around you don't have the same goals as you, right? 100%. Uh, and that's everything in life, as you know, right? Aside from just health and fitness. But that's one of the biggest things that I see is that when I have, you know, friends or family that are telling me that they're trying to achieve, you know, live a better and healthier life and to lose the weight, you look at some of the friends and the people that they hang out with, and not that they're bad people, but if they don't have the same health and fitness goals as you, it's very easy to go to the restaurant, and then they order pizza, and it's right. like you know, yeah. you know, I'll take the pizza too, I guess, right? It's very, right. it's very hard to to live that life when the people around you are not uh, in tune with the same goals. So, that's one of the most overlooked uh, things that I always recommend people is that you know when you have that goal and you've made the commitment first take a look before you start trying to alter things within your own nutrition exercise regimen look at the, the circle yeah, the circle that you have around you to see if there's some things that you need to 
to some maybe not shed off from your life but but some different people that might be better to hang around to help you along those goals absolutely yeah one of my big sayings in life is that you are the collective sum of the five closest people in your life so if you uh, look at the five closest people in your life and you make a list of the pros and cons on each person and then you look at those pros and cons and you look and realize that that's who you are well then you have to start looking at who on that list should not necessarily be replaced but uh, can we be improving upon the list or the group right because the better that group gets like we said Zig Ziglar happier bigger rise to the top type thing so you surround yourself with nothing and I teach my children this all the time I say listen if you want to do something in life find someone who's already doing it and then just go do what they're doing ask them to show you what they're doing offer to work for free but they're already doing it they're already where you want to be so there is no reason why you need to reinvent the wheel you don't need to learn you know through their processes and the struggles and all the experiences all you have to do is go do what they're doing and believe me, most people who are successful will teach people how to be more successful. At least that's been my experience, as long as you're, you know, within the right group, as you said. Five people, collective sum. I think that's a good way to go about it, right? I, I would agree, yeah. Make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people. And and, and again, I think it's, you know, learning learning the fundamentals and the basics of, of nutrition and, and exercise. Because going back again to, you know... It, it's very easy to be sold in the marketing behind specific products, but when you don't understand the fundamentals of nutrition, you know, what is a calorie, what is carbohydrates, right? right. How much should I consume? Once you understand some of those, those basic fundamental aspects, it's a lot easier to, to achieve the goal without having to rely on just specific products, right? And yeah. And of course, we want you know to be able to be the primary supplement provider for people that that are going the dietary supplement route. But at the same time, we're very clear. Again, these are just supplements to supplement proper nutrition and yeah. exercise. And once they can understand the the fundamentals of those things, they they can make sure that they achieve the goal for the long term. So we know the girl stuff's going great, and it's available globally. Not uh not globally yet. That we do we do have clear plans to to get um, to go global. Uh, the the first two places. So we're first in the U.S. The idea is to expand into Canada, Mexico, and then some of the surrounding marketplaces. But okay. we first want to make sure that we can that we can uh, dominate the the hometown before we start expanding uh, overseas. Gotcha. And so most of the product is available through Amazon? Our direct website and, uh, and Amazon.com. Uh, so if people go to Amazon.com slash unaltered, okay. that will take them to our, our primary homepage for the supplements. And then you can also learn more at our direct website, which is unalteredathletics.com. I always recommend people regardless of where they purchase from to go to our direct website because we have a lot more information yeah. on the products uh, than what we're allowed to do on Amazon so if uh, people are interested in looking at the specific science and the studies behind each individual ingredient behind the products we make that publicly available again that way yes. we're not just uh, we're we're um, very strong and adamant about not just hiding behind you know, fancy marketing claims, right? Lose 10 pounds. Do your homework, people. Exactly. We see it all the time, right? If they're on my show, you can trust them, but do your homework. (laughs) (laughs) So we, uh, we provide all the, all the data and the science for those that, uh, that can appreciate and want to know exactly what they're, what they're putting in their body. 
And so uh, men's line, uh, is there more products coming this year? Are we uh, looking at uh, getting a, a bigger spectrum of men's line? Or are we going to continue to grow the female line? What's the... Uh, the focus uh, of, of a, a combination of both so the female line and the male line very still specific to to weight loss products um we do have some other supplements uh specifically for men as well we have a natural testosterone booster uh we have a belly fat burner supplement for men as well uh, but very specific to weight loss as that's um that's the biggest problem that we're trying to solve we'll have other products down the line in terms of maybe muscle building supplements and protein powders and things like that. But we really want to position ourselves as weight loss as, as weight loss. Uh, Cause we see that that's where we can make the biggest impact. Sure. And uh, it's a tough industry. I'll tell you, because there's a lot of, when it comes to the claims that you can make and there, there's a lot of regulations specifically, not just with supplements, but specifically weight loss. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have a negative connotation to the weight loss industry exactly yeah. for that reason is, you know, bottles making claims, lose 10 pounds in, sure. in five days, right? Sure. So the goal and the reason why we're so specific on weight loss is that we're hoping to, to turn a dishonest industry into an honest industry right. by, by just having, you know, a, a very transparent, you know, labeling claims and, and giving all of the the information to our customers so that they can truly make an educated decision for themselves versus just saying, you know, trust me without providing any data behind it. Sure. Right? Yeah. No transparency. And if you can get one company that's doing it right for weight loss, then that could be a huge game changer for the entire industry because that's really all it takes. You know, I mean, word of mouth and referrals is an automatic sale. So uh, if you can get people believing in it, they realize they can see all the stuff right there in front of them. It's full access. Uh, the, um, uh, AI is it available on the website? We uh, we do have uh, the the application on the website. However, it's not fully released to market yet. We're going to be the official release date should be. I don't have a specific date, but it's estimated to be sometime by the middle of next month in August okay. that it'll be uh, officially ready for download. Um, it'll be free uh, for all first time users that, that download the app. Um, but I definitely encourage people to, to try it out. It's one of the, the, the products that I'm the most passionate about over the past seven years of, of doing business uh, here with an Alter Athletics, the, the, what's called Wanda. Uh, it's the Wanda app, which stands for Weight Loss and Nutritional Dynamic Assistant. Uh, but one of the most uh, passionate products that I feel because I, I truly believe that it's definitely going to help people on some of those other aspects where there's a lot of confusion yeah. when it comes to exercise and nutrition. So 100%. people, people again, they're going to be able to put in their, their, their weight loss goals and have an automatic, very personalized custom meal plan and workout plan. And um, it's very dynamic. So for example, if it gives people a certain meal plan that they don't necessarily like, they can click a simple button to refresh the plan to other food choices that they might uh, like better. So nice. it's truly designed to be 100% custom and personalized to that person's goals and their preferences. So uh, definitely excited for that. It'll be ready by the middle of August and it'll be available on both uh, app stores for uh, Android and iOS. Nice. Very excited about that. That'll be a very helpful app. So you don't actually have to use the product to use the app. No, you do not need to be a, a customer of the supplements to use the app. However, um, we would really like for you to be a customer. <laughs> we, 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 we would definitely uh, appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that. But, but again, at the end of the day, you know, and, and I think it goes, um, 
it goes both ways, right? If you're if you're only driven, and this is more of a, a general kind of business idea, right? But you know this too, right? Is that if you're just driven by by making money, then that that flame small. is very small. It is a very exactly. short lived. But if uh, you truly believe in providing as much value to people and truly helping them, uh, then it shows, right? And people can always people know uh, the difference between those that are authentic brands and companies that they can trust versus those that are kind of fly-by-night uh, people that don't have the best uh, in their interest. So uh, don't have to use the products to download the app. The app will be free again, um, and I hope that people download it because I know for sure that it'll help them achieve their goals. Now, is there a, uh, I notice you've got some, uh, between you, your father, and Tara here, you got some uh, some pretty fit and some pretty talented and amazing physical human beings. Uh, if the AI system gets to a point with the client, to where they're stuck or it's just not giving them the solution that they are they able to reach one of these uh talented and successful people on your staff absolutely right so the one of the biggest issues right now um with ai is a, a concept known as hallucinations uh which is very common with all these ai tools and and i'm sure as time goes on that we'll get better at it but essentially hallucinations when it gives you information that is they say it in a way that is 100 percent confident that the information is accurate even though it might not necessarily be true or accurate right, right? so sure. we uh we're, we're doing a very uh, uh good job in making sure that we have the the guardrails in place that we are prescribing custom meal plans and workout plans to our customers without okay. spreading false information so it's uh, very important to us to your point that we're not 100% relying on the AI, right? Yeah. So the AI will be used 100% to create those meal plans and workout plans, but there's still a human behind it Monetary. to to make sure that it is moderated and whatever we're telling people is is not only accurate, but um, <laughs> but that it's going to do do more good to help them achieve their goals versus versus wrong. Because there's a lot of AI tools now, and I'm sure people that have been playing around with some of these popular tools have experienced it themselves that you could ask yeah. it a basic question like you know what color is the sky and it'll confidently tell you red right right um right. so we definitely will have uh, human beings behind it that are moderating it not only moderating it to make sure that the information is accurate but to make sure that if the person has any other additional questions that they just want a real authentic human being behind it to help them with exactly. an answer exactly. that that we're there for them um so whether it's human or ai the bottom line is that we just want to make sure that we're that we're doing the best we can to to educate our customers and give yep. them all the tools and resources that they need to achieve their goals which is you know like i said earlier you can't change your behavior without changing a belief and it sounds like from what you're doing right now you're trying to change people's beliefs and how they're supposed to live their life through education and knowledge and through being there for them, which is uh, which is only going to benefit them and their lives in so many more ways. And then obviously the supplements being such quality supplements and working already, we're going to go ahead and tack that on and make it even more effective. Uh, I've seen a big growing change too. I know you're into bodybuilding and the uh, physical... Uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, natural, figure, figure natural bodybuilding competitions. Yeah, I'm noticing though a trend happening, and um, actually we just got invited to uh, uh, there's a, an expo, a big show coming up in September here in Orlando, and it's um, it's it's sort of like a all sports functional fitness, like you know all things sport mm -hmm. related. I just recently threw a festival, and it was uh, an acrobatics festival. And the first thought that came to my mind was I'm going to take this and I'm going to run it into all these other smaller fitness-based 
industries that are out there, pole fitness, aerial, silks, slackline, calisthenics, hand balancing, uh, you know, the X Games brought together motocross, BMX, skateboarding, surfing. But before that, before the X Games, none of that existed. I mean, it existed, but nobody knew where to find it. There was no real place to go watch it, you know what I mean? So I'm noticing a lot more of these shows that are popping up, and I'm going to be hosting a podcast and doing the red carpet at this event. And it's basically wow. open to, as far as I can tell, wrestlers. It's open to, you know, all different types of industry people, but there will also be the figure competitors a part of it as well. So it's going to be more of a all sports type situation. And I think there's probably a huge market there uh, moving in that direction towards those people because the people that are inspired by these these niche little businesses. I mean, I don't know if you've heard or you saw my recent uh, podcast I did about the mermaid. Uh, this is a half a billion dollar year industry. And these people are supportive of each other. They're encouraging each other. Is, is it my thing? Probably not going to make that move anytime soon. But do I recognize somebody doing something good in an area and in a community um, that, is, that is helping people and it's making them healthier, it's making them better? You know what I mean? So seeing that and seeing all these smaller little niche businesses kind of popping up seems like it would be ideal for what Unaltered Athletics is about to uh, to be tapping into those markets, to be getting hold of those people and to be catching those people that are like maybe right at that verge, right at that cusp of swinging that 80-20 the other way around and they need that just that that coach, that push, that constant consistency through the company and through the products and so I don't know, what do you think? I've been to, uh, I'm curious as to what specific, uh, I, I believe that I, I know what show you're talking about, uh, which which I have attended uh, several years in, in a row. It is a great event because it's, uh, again, like you said, it's not just for one specific, like bodybuilding, they have a right. lot of different sport disciplines and people from different walks of life, whether you're a beginner in fitness or, or intermediate. It reminds me of when we first started Unaltered, which was... Uh, I was going door to door, knocking on individual mom and pop supplement stores to try to get the product line on the shelf. Sure. And uh, it was uh, definitely, you know, a humbling experience going, going, <laughs> going, going, good, good old sales, right? Door, door to door. Yep. Um, Learns love the and, word. Uh, and we were getting the, the products into, into a lot of stores. Um, but then I, you know, was asking myself the question of how can we, how can we provide not only more value, but reach more people, right? Because yeah. the more people that you can reach, obviously the more people that you can help. And and the problem with the stores is that even though we had great relationships and they were doing great with helping people within their kind of sub-community, right? Because the only people that are going there are the people that are the locals to that specific location. Sure. Um, it wasn't reaching the masses, like what we were trying to do to help as many people as possible. So we were asking ourselves the question on embedding ourselves whether going into the individual stores or going to a lot of these different expos like what you're talking about uh definitely something that we're interested in but we wanted to to get to as many people as possible which is why we started to start selling online on our own direct website going yeah, yeah going to some of these other marketplaces um on amazon today we're one of the top 10 supplement brands on amazon.com and wow. it's not something that we that we say just to flaunt, it's just something to showcase that if you really believe in helping people and it translates through the quality formulas that you're putting in the products, right, people are gonna t 
tell. They're going to see the results. People are going to see the authenticity. Yep. Um, so we're definitely going to get more involved, I'm sure, as the years go on. I'm physically showing up to some of these these expos and going kind of the traditional grassroots way that we were in the beginning of the company. Sure, um, sure while still making sure that we reach as many people as possible. Yeah, I think it's huge. I think the, uh, the balance of the two is probably going to be the big, the big player for everybody trying to help this, this world with this issue that we have right now, which is the misinformation of what to put in your body. You know? And the last true thing we have control of in this world is what we put in our mouth. And so it's something to me that I've, obviously taken a severe interest in and as I've watched it and develop and grow and seen the industries change and been a part of so many different industries, uh, the one thing that has become consistent is that the right way to do it is always going to be the authentic way. And authenticity, uh, having community, having local, having connections, having people in an area for me, has always given me the feedback, that group that we were talking about earlier, to be able to grow and strengthen what I'm doing. Obviously, the big numbers, the big mass, and I'm sure what, how many millions of people have you affected in the short time, seven years you guys have been open? It's probably some astronomical number. Yeah, I mean, we've already sold a million plus bottles of our one of our most popular uh, crazy. Slim, slim Titan Tone products. So, uh, and even if only a fraction of those people were helped by that, you did that. Yeah, so so we're definitely definitely getting out there. I think the good thing, which is um, which is which is great, is that consumers are naturally becoming more curious into some of these things on what they're putting into their body, right? So even though we clearly have. Uh, you know, an obesity epidemic, which is very clear, again, public data from the CDC. On the flip side of that, people are becoming more health conscious. They are becoming, you know, more wary of what they're putting into their body, what is the right way versus the wrong way to do things. Um, so, you know, supplements aside, it is good that people are going in the right direction. I really wanted to peel the onion on not just blindly following whatever brand or company says on this is the way to do it but really going back to first principles and basics and fundamentals on understanding nutrition exercise that way they are equipped to to make you know more educated decisions on okay this is a better product for me to take this supplement versus this supplement you know this is the right thing to eat so it's uh i think we're moving in the right direction which is good yeah it sounds like it sounds like you got a good idea good game plan and looking towards the future of uh you know re-education i mean basically what it's going to take it's going to be a reprogramming and it's going to take some work it's going to take some time it's going to take some patience but we all know that we all know we got to put in the time and the energy uh but that's the beauty right the journey the journey is the uh, is the prize is what i tell people all the time you're already playing the big game you're not practicing for it and that's where most people live their life so zach i really appreciate you taking the time today man Anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you'd like to bring up about the company, the products, or anything else uh, that might be of interest or help? Um, no, I just want to encourage people to, to, to make the change. A lot of times, whether it's fitness or anything else in life, it, people do not make a change until they've suffered enough pain to where they finally had enough and they're ready to make the change. And I'm, I'm hoping that with this conversation even if it's a small number of people that are listening to this that they don't wait until it has to get to that point of suffering a certain level of pain to make the shift in life right yeah. when you can make the shift today so i'm, I'm hoping again that 
that through this uh, through this episode that people, whether it's a small percentage, hopefully not, and it's uh, more people than, than not, that they end up making that transition and make the decision to, to live a, a healthier and uh, more ultimately fulfilled life. So um, definitely want to be beyond just a supplement provider and, and make sure that we that we educate people, whether they buy from us and they become a customer or not. We're always here to, to help them. So. Um, if they want to learn more, again, they can go to, to unalteredathletics.com. They can also find the products on amazon.com slash unaltered. And um, I, I hope that, that people check it out. You guys know me. You know I only promote the best stuff because I only believe in it. And uh, next month the app comes out. So you guys make sure you download the app. I'll be one of the first ones to download it. I promise you that. So um, uh, also go check out the supplements. Get online. This stuff's good to go. So uh, I'm sure we're going to do this again, Zach. There's no doubt in my mind we're going to do some more of these podcasts. I hope that. so. And if it only helps one person, worth it, right? That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So doing good in the world. Appreciate you, buddy. This was amazing. And uh, we'll do it again. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for man. having me. Namaste.